And a three, and a two, and a one. Inevitably oh. incredible reviews, the three. <laughs> Great start. This is Jimmy's podcast. Season 10 on the podcast. We coming back for more. I bet you never thought we'd last, and neither did we. Breaking news, show reviews, rubber boots, reacts, and other social media crap. Anything else, you know you're gonna have a laugh. You're gonna have a laugh, forget. Cause this is the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rubber Boots Podcast. Cuts continue. <laughs> <laughs> we have hired Puffy back. Yeah, I'm back. I did. I did listen to a little bit of the podcast last week. Oh, a little bit. Thank yeah, you. then I got bored. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I'm going to appear. <laughs> Something better on. <laughs> and I heard you guys firing me. Uh, I thought bump. And then, no, the, you know, we've hit reached the new low when bump even. Not like oh, I'm good. <laughs> I tried to get him to come on. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah little, I'm fine. A little bit rough. <laughs> yeah. uh, getting bumped by bump. But he had his reasons. Yeah. He won't be allowed back on. Yeah, he's out. No, he's out. He's got to be out. Until the Masters pod. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Just got back from vacation. Curacao. Have you guys been? I have not. No. I highly recommend it. It's the ABCs. It's Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. Bonaire? Bonaire. I, I think it's Bonaire. I or maybe Bonaire. Bahamas, maybe. No, Bahamas is way up. Way These up, three yeah. are like three islands that are all kind of, I don't know if they're, they're all th- Three different countries, but they're I think a bit related. Close proximity to each other. Yeah, and yes. Ruba's like very Americanized, and Curacao is the Dutch. Bonaire, I'm not sure, but it's, it's not as well um, traveled, I guess. And uh, yeah, we had good kids swam with turtles, dolphins. Now, did you stay at an all-inclusive? No, we stayed at Tommy Coconut. Shout out to them; they're the best. Okay. Um, they have they have six or seven units in this complex, and uh, great location near Jantiel Beach, and we rented a car and just drove around the country, and you can go one, one end to the other in about an hour. Okay. And traffic was not very good, so it's not that big an island. But now, do you drive on the other side of the road like Turkey? No, or? but there was definitely cars that had the wheel on the other side. Oh, right. Ooh, that's gonna be which I think would be really confusing. right hand yeah. drive. Yes, that yeah. would be that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Like Thinking I, about going away, so yeah. yeah. But yeah, good uh, good time. Everyone had fun. Yeah. And I heard we missed some weather, so that's all. You did nice. miss some weather. It's crazy. You didn't miss some weather. You missed some digging, buddy. So where's Jimmy? That's the big question. Well, that's the big question. We discussed this off mic a little bit. Yeah. But By the way, my week was great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> Lester, we're not going to completely change the yeah. format here. This is, this is what we do. <laughs> Jimmy's not here. The, time, the podcast must go on. doesn't matter. <laughs> the podcast must go on. We will get to your week in a second. Uh, we were discussing that we believe Jimmy... Might be at the Super Bowl, but he might also be a little bit down the street at the uh, waste management. I think that's uh, more. I think that was more the play. He even brought down another host with Kara Waglin down there, so he doesn't even have to do any of the lifting. Did he bring his clubs down? I bet you the clubs made the bag for sure. Really? Yeah, I would guess. I would guess he's probably got a few rounds going down there. Wow. Although I don't know if that crew really golfs. I don't think that bothers him. No, yeah, he just goes himself. He'll play 18 by himself, wouldn't he? Yeah. Or find somebody to oh, go yeah. with. Yeah, he would definitely do it. Maybe Jesse Palmer. Alrighty. Davis Sanchez, perhaps. You know? how, how was your week last week? My week was good, thank you. Enjoyed the pod with you guys last week. Uh, I ended up having a little cold to, towards the tail end of the weekend, which was a bit of a drag, but got through that. I'm fine. Here we go. All awesome. set. 
Thanks for asking. Awesome. Appreciate so, it. as we said, Jimmy's away, but we will hear from Jimmy throughout the podcast. That's always huge. He has sent us some audio, some riveting interviews. I'm sure he got, I'm sure Mahomes yes. and Hurts. <laughs> all the big names Kelsey, are there. The Kelsey brothers. He got the Kelsey brothers. Jimmy got very busy on uh, media night. He was chasing down uh, the... Uh, the names, yes, yeah. and uh, he got them. We got some fun. Uh, what you watching's coming up? Oh, very good. Players. Uh, but we'll do some of our own stuff. And since we started out talking about you traveling, Jimmy's obviously traveled, yeah, uh, down south to cover the game. Um, so I came across this thing on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more. As I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. Actually, uh, our listener, David Carson, sent this to me, and it's in line with all the luggage stuff that's been happening, people losing their luggage, Mm -hmm. luggage being misplaced. But this story is really interesting because these two people initially lost their luggage in Montreal when they left and they flew back to Toronto. Yeah. Now, they had the AirTag, much like Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were able to track the whole time. They saw that it sat in Montreal for four weeks. Okay. Unbelievable. Afterwards, they saw that it was being transported back to Etobicoke. That's good. That's good. They're thinking, hey, we're going to get our bag back, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, the air tag starts showing that the luggages are at two separate residential locations. Wow. Air Canada is not giving them any answers at this point. Yeah. And so finally, when they investigate further, they get police involved because they can't find the luggage even though they're able to track it. Mm Mm-hmm. They find out that Air Canada has donated their luggage. Oh, that's pretty nice of them. And hence, I would guess the residential uh, area that the uh, two pieces of luggage were in were likely the new owners <laughs> of whatever those luggages contained. Now, I mean, this this sounds insane, right? Like, yeah. How can like I understand if stuff gets lost, they can't just keep it forever. That's fair. But if it's four months and these people are actively looking for it and they can find the where it is using the air tags. Yeah. And Air Canada obviously can find it because they found a way to donate it to someone else. Air Canada, what the hell's going on here? I find this story appalling, as, as I'm sure many do. I feel that uh, Air Canada has, look, there was that one big storm we had, and there was a couple days, I think, before Christmas um, that, uh, you know, the weather was a factor, and that's fine. But they are trying to do business as if nothing has changed. And the fact of the matter is they don't have the staff uh, uh, on the ground, and they sometimes don't have the staff in the air. Mm-hmm. So this seems to me like it was just I don't know I don't know if there was some criminality involved. Maybe the gig the bags was like maybe like it's something like uh, when you have those uh, storage containers and they just take this bag buy buy you know what I mean so maybe, maybe it was sold who knows mm-hmm. but it, it's 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 terrible and I think they they really have to do something about this. But I I am appalled for for these people and, and I hope they get their bags back. But you know. We flew Air Canada down to Curacao, and I could assure you that all trust with Air Canada and baggage is lost. Like, no one, everyone is um, carrying, doing carry-on. So they actually weren't going to let our flight take off unless people gate-checked because they're like, there's not enough room. room. And and no one was like, I'm like, Tanya, and she was like, we are not doing it. And we checked one bag, Mm -hmm. and... Like you, I've, there's just no trust that you, like as soon as we're off the plane, we go through customs, whatever. We get to the baggage. I'm just like, this isn't showing up. 
I'm well, like, the, this is the like. The funny thing is, what you're saying is, people used to avoid checking bags just to not have to wait after. Yeah. Now it's because you want to keep. You don't want to lose your stuff. You yeah. want to have your possessions. Yeah, absolutely. After absolutely. that's crazy. Man. I have a friend of mine that just came back from uh, from Montreal. Same thing. Waited an hour and a half for a bag on the carousel. You know, that, that's ridiculous. Uh, so my sister in law was uh, here for the holidays. She went back to Australia last week, and when we dropped her off, and this was in Air Canada. Uh, but the airline, basically, there was such a long line that they split the line in half and took a bunch of us to another part of the airport to check in. Mm-hmm. But that part didn't have the conveyor belt for the plane. So they asked you to bring your luggage after you checked it in, yeah. bring it back yourself. And we basically had to leave it in the middle of the terminal with a whole bunch of other li- luggages. No one's looking after these things. Oh, my God. And they're just standing there. And it's like, A, how are you guaranteed someone's actually going to put this on the plane? And B... You're always asked if you packed your own luggage, if it yeah. was unattended. Massive security They're issues. literally asking you to leave it unattended yeah. in the middle of an airport for hours. So whatever's going on there is a absolute disaster. Yeah. 100%. So 100%. So, something's got to change because the, the amounts you're paying for plane tickets now, yeah. you're going to be losing your possessions as well. Like, it's, it, it's, it's nuts. It's no way to travel. Definitely. It's no way to travel. No. But Jimmy did it anyway. No. He's, he's, he's dangerous like that. He is dangerous, and I, I believe it is time to check in with Jimmy. Let's see what he's Jimmy's what he's on up to. The media day floor, uh, James. How's it going down there? Oh, hey guys, it's Jimmy, uh, live from the floor here at Media Night. It's mayhem, and it's probably my last appearance ever on the Rubber Boots Pod oh, wow. because of the inevitably incredible reviews the three of you are going to get from our. <laughs> Seven regular listeners. <laughs> we'll name them. Anyway, a, a long-standing tradition on this pod, and by tradition I mean, as per usual, something that we do and then forget about and then do again like four years later. Uh, this is the Super Bowl edition of uh, What You Watching. Now, I'm not going to get Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, okay? Damn it. I can't get near those guys. There's a thousand people in here. Uh, but I'll find some other players, and I'll ask them some questions, including what they're watching. Let's see. And we shall see. Oh, wow. That's how, how do you think, wow. that's a good you tease. think the, the other players will feel about being other players? We should do a, we should do a, a poll on how, what are the odds on Patrick Mahomes being one of the guests, or uh, it's going to be like a backup center or something. Well, I I, uh, I saw some content from Jimmy on Instagram this week, and he was uh, in the media day, and he was saying that uh, all the star players, Mahomes, that they have their own podium, but everybody else is well, kind of walking around. I think that's with how scrums. kind of it it's is. Always, yeah, no, no, it's no, always yeah, it's always yeah. I didn't, I know that, and that's fine. But right, just right. Like, the big guys have yeah. You know, the, the head coach is usually the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the star players. I assume both Kelseys probably have. Yeah, they would get it. Yeah, like I've I've done it for um, for the Stanley Cup final, and it's always funny because they'll do like sort of two loops through the team, and so all the you know pretty much the top 15, 20 guys have their own podiums, and then there's like little tables. In the middle with like three of the like you know, like the fourth line guys, and you always like no one's talking to them. They always no. feel bad for them. They they have their little card, but like and but so I was surprised seeing some of the video from that media day that those guys were just walking around. They weren't even like they didn't even have like a little setup that they could at least stand at or no. sit down at or something. They, they were, were just, just literally one of no. the mass of people. So that would have sucked for them. Yeah, it does. You know, it, it, look, I understand they're stars and I get that, but you would think there'd be a little more respect for the other guys that are, you know, 
yeah. blocking well, for these people. And, you got and 53 man rosters. It's going to yeah. be hard to set up that many podiums. Yeah. At least Jimmy was able to, you know, track some of these guys down. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Much like he did with uh, the uh, punter. Oh, the, pun- the punter oh. was available. Oh, the Chiefs what a, punter. What a oh, Chiefs punter, not, not the Eagles punter. No, he's too Tommy busy. Townsend. Uh, let's take a listen. Tommy Townsend, the punter for the Chiefs. First of all, you're the only guy in the game that hopes to play less, right? Is, is that weird? <laughs> right. No, no, no. Especially in a game like this, I hope I have zero punts, you know? Um, but you want to get out there once or twice maybe, right? Yeah, I mean, I hope I get a lot of holds. I hope I get a lot of holds, a lot of extra points, you know what I mean? A couple field goals maybe, but a lot of touchdowns, a lot of extra points, so a lot of holds. But uh, That in some ways, the holder on a kick to win the game is the most underrated pressure position in sport, I would say. Uh, definitely. I think it's all perspective. I think it's all perspective. It definitely is. I try to take the pressure off me. Uh, like, I try to take the pressure off myself just because, like, the operation of a field goal happens so fast. Um, for me, it's just reacting, just catching, put down, and then obviously the kick's very important. So, uh, so for, for me, it's just all about just focusing on just reacting, watching the ball in, putting it down, like hitting the spot, and um, just letting the kick go from there. So Now the important stuff. We do a segment on the podcast called What You Watching. Uh, pretty simple. <laughs> Super Bowl week, you got a lot of time to kill. Anything you're watching, Netflix, Apple, whatever. Jeez, so I'm obviously a big fan of Yellowstone, as many people are. Um, but a lot I'm, of cow shots lately, though, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, well see, that's the thing. Hey. I have been, I'm the type of Netflix watcher that binge watches, so I'm waiting for the whole season to come out before I start it. Okay. Um, because I'm not, I'm not very good at watching an episode, sit and wait, watching an episode, sit and wait. So uh, I kind of wait till everything comes out and then just binge it through. Uh, did you do White Lotus? I've not done White Lotus. Yeah. I've been trying to get my podcast crew to do White Lotus. and uh, a must? Yeah, it's a must, but they're lazy ass. So, uh, <laughs> Let's flip it. What, what are you watching? Oh, I'm doing uh, The Last of Us. The Last of is, Us. Yeah, it's HBO based on the uh, computer game. You'd like it. It's really it's oh, kind of zombies and stuff, but it's cool. For sure. I'll give that a go. Uh, best of luck on Sunday, my friend. Thank you very much. Thanks I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on. Oh. I take it back. Tommy Townsend was a good interview. That was fun. He was great. He sounded like a great guy. Yeah. And I'm almost positive he's going to botch a snap now because Jimmy <laughs> jinxed him. <laughs> probably. You're probably uh, right on that one. I'm also uh, hoping yeah. for that. Oh, my God. For no particular reason. The Jimmy Jinks is coming through on Sunday. I wish I could bet on that. Will they? Will the uh, the oh, punter? I'm, I'm sure you can find that prop bet Maybe, somewhere. yeah. I'm going to look. Listen, uh, apparently there's... Uh, 50 million people are being are going to be gambling on this game in the U.S., apparently. Jeez, that's like one Some of us four. more than once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like how Tommy at one point decided that this wasn't going anywhere, so he tried to post yeah. the second. Yeah, that's great. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did a great job. Yeah, we should have Tommy on every week. He sounds to me like he could be a, a good broadcaster when he's done playing football. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet you he's a good golfer, too. Punters have time. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. That's, that's a whole different thing. Punters and kickers. Yeah. Like, during practice, film sessions, yeah. like, what are you even doing? They just, they just chill. They like I've, when when I've watched like the hard knocks, mm. it's amazing. Like they're they're almost not on the team. Like in yeah. some ways, it's like yeah. they're just doing their own thing. Well, there's there's sometimes there was a great clip that went this uh, this year. It might have been a guy on the Chiefs. No, it couldn't have been the Chiefs because they'd know. But uh, the guy didn't know the kicker's name. Wow. <laughs> And then the, the other guys on the team are like, you don't know his name? <laughs> <laughs> he, I always it was remember. So funny. 
Peyton Manning going off on Mike Vanderjay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, idiot kicker. Our idiot kicker ran his mouth. Da, 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 da. It's like, oh, jeez. Because yeah. I always, you know, you always knew that that there was, a, you know, sort of a distinction between the, the football players and the kickers. But that was really, really I, very I do evidence. feel like it's getting better. They're getting more respected. And I do think kickers are better athletes now than they were back oh, in the sure. day. Like I, I think, guess, I guess that's true for most players. But yeah, yeah, right. they're, yeah, they're not just like, oh, I have to go out there and swing my leg. Yeah, all the time. they're actual athletes. Yeah. more so. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a cool ride to be on. I think as a punter or a kicker on a team. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, you look at like Pat McAfee, a guy like that, yeah. and now the show he has, like probably the best football show out there right now. Definitely one of the most that's popular. The same, yeah. That's the same dude that was in WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was he wearing a black tank top? Yes, he was. <laughs> That's become his thing. Uh, and speaking yeah. of which, he also did uh, do uh, color commentary on the Pro Bowl. Well, okay. He was still wearing said uh, said uh, tank top. Tank top uh, only with a nice jacket over it, uh, which was a good touch. <laughs> uh, did you guys take in the Pro Bowl at all? I saw one event. I didn't even realize it was on. I didn't. I didn't remember that they had changed the format, mm-hmm. which I actually think was a good idea because it was unwatchable the well, other day. Uh, and I saw it was like it looked like linemen, maybe offensive and defensive linemen, and they had to lo- they had to go like pull the weights off, yeah, and then drag the the like I don't know the they dragged it basically. Yeah, know. it's basically it, there was a hmm, I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, that's why there's some sort of apparatus yeah. that had a whole bunch of weights on the back, and the whole thing was that. Uh, you had to pull that ten yards together with your D lineman and O lineman, yeah. AFC versus NFC. Uh, but the the one caveat that I think the NFC thought of first before the AFC was you could pull the weights off and then the whole thing's lighter. Yeah. Whereas in the first race, one of the teams tried pulling it with it and it wouldn't move at all. Oh. And the other guys were just throwing the weights off and got across. Uh, see, the, I, team. the one I saw, of, I must have saw the second race because yeah. the one I saw, they, they immediately all went and threw the weights into like a bin and yeah, then they yeah. pulled. But So wait, how were the events then? What so were the other stuff? Inter- that was one interesting one. I think that one was called Pull the Chains. Yeah. Uh, if I'm mistaken. Uh, there was Best Catch, which I don't know if you guys saw. No. Uh, that was Diggs against uh, St. Brown. Uh, St. Brown won. It was kind of, it was a lot like the uh, dunk contest. You had some failed attempts. You had, yeah. It was right. a cool idea, but it was weird because they pronounced it the final. They only had two guys doing it. They had them do two catches each. Uh-huh. Uh, I think only three of the catches actually got executed. Uh, I think it's a smart idea. I think it's uh, it, it could be something that really gra- people gravitate towards. But you got to have more people competing and having an actual competition. Yeah. Rather than just it's like here's these two guys are going. Was throw. The, was the uh, was the quarterback throwing it or was it? So uh, Mike Juggs Vick gun? was the uh, quarterback. Oh. Mike Vick was. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, however, Diggs decided for one of them to bring in his brother to throw to him. Okay. And that was not a good. Decision. <laughs> <laughs> they had four attempts and they couldn't connect on a single one. Uh, it sounds like something that's going to evolve. I, I think so. I think yeah. that one there has some potential. Uh, so this was split up also on Thursday and on Sunday. On Thursday, they had a couple of events that completely caught me by surprise. I yeah. just turned it on, and they had dodgeball on. Okay. And in the end, I found dodgeball was the most, like, the coolest thing out of the stuff. Okay, did. sure. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, you see the players. They don't have helmets on. You see a lot more personality. Uh, but, yeah, just trying to see these guys knock each other out in the game. It's uh, still being very competitive. And it was something on television-wise you can actually watch and understand what's going on. Yeah. So, right. I, going forward, I think that'll be big. That probably shouldn't be on a Thursday. Maybe they should probably do it on the Sunday night with the main stuff. But, yeah. 
That was cool. And then, of course, the main game was the flag football. Did you guys catch any of that? No, I didn't see any of that, unfortunately. No, eh? No. Uh, I thought it was, it's definitely a vast improvement on what the Pro Bowl was. Good. When you had guys wearing full equipment, not doing anything. Yeah. Um, it was also pretty competitive from the two Mannings coaching the teams. Yeah. So I guess you guys never saw the end of the game where Payton was incredibly upset. He thought that because Eli's team took a knee at the end. Yeah. He viewed that as a running play, which they weren't allowed to do at that point. And so he was going right after the referee as soon as the game ended. Really? Which kind of shows you uh, that they did care who wins. And I guess, you know, Payton's probably a little more competitive of the two. But uh, interviews with them, it made it a lot more fun. Guys being mic'd up made it a lot more fun. So just in general, I think it was a much better event. If you're going to have something like an all-star game, it does have to be something like this. That's good. And And I I think the NFL tends to have better personalities than, say, the NHL. 100%. Because whenever the NHL tries to do something cool or fun, it just looks lame and boring. We have the skills competition this week in the NHL as well, and I caught a bit of that. And the the major take back that a lot of people had was – it's uncool to try, so all of them just try to make it look like they're not yeah. trying, which, and hence it's, nothing's going on. Which yeah. is just brutal. Like, yeah. like um, I saw like Mitch Marner going in on a breakaway on Luongo, and he's like just half-assing it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then don't even bother. Like, oh, just don't yeah. bother, guys. I don't, like, to, I don't want you to think, I, you know, I, I, just, I don't want him to skate in there like he's trying to get out of the first round. But at the same time, you know, give me a little something, you know. But then again, it's Bobby Lutz who, yeah. Yeah, but it was course, for everything. It's just for everything. That's, that's exactly it. And you're heading down that same road that the Pro Bowl was on where yeah. you got guys showing up to just literally show up and enjoy the nice weather. Yeah. So. Yeah, they'd almost be better not even doing a game and doing something like the Pro Bowl switch to. And just doing and get and put. I don't know if money motivates these guys or what motivates them. I don't think them. it does because, like, how much money are you going to put up where they're all getting, like, a million extra? Like, what's really going to yeah. be motivating these guys? Yeah. You know, I'll say this. I mean, I watched a little bit of the All-Star game, the NHL All-Star game, and I didn't think the games were so bad. But I didn't like... Well, the 3-on-3 three like, three is three actually pretty is cool. Having it as a tournament's a little weird. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's breaks in between games and yeah. stuff. But, yeah. yeah, the skills is... And the skills is something as a kid I loved. Yeah, I loved watching that stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll say, like, my kids didn't watch right. at all. No, it's water and they both play hockey and love, like, it's, so if you're losing. And then also, it's like, you have a skills competition and Zegris isn't there, you yeah. know? And then there's also these guys who do, like, I don't know if they use them at all, but they, like, do these trick shots and stuff that are yeah. actually unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And, but they're not, that's all they do. They're not all-stars. They're not yeah, all-stars, all-stars, you know? Like, that's like the whole dunk thing. Yeah. Like, should, should you be an all-star to be in the dunk contest? Yeah. Or should you it, just let the best dunkers Best yeah. dunkers. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so the other thing you said about Zegers not being there, Josh Allen didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. But he did play in the PGA Pro-Am oh. that same weekend. Mm. Thoughts on that? Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't have any problem with that. Like, I think that... Really? I, I don't know. a paid athlete in one sport. It's a celebration of their greatness. In a year where they're trying to relaunch the whole thing, he's one of the most popular players in the league. Yeah. He's a guy, he's a fun-loving guy. He'd have fun there, probably. If you're going to sit it out due to a quote-unquote injury, don't show up on another major Well, I mean, that, that's, that's like, the that's offense the, for me. I mean, yeah, like not going, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. When I flip the channel, I see you putting. Yeah. If you're, if you're a Bills fan who travel, travel down there to, to take in the festivities in Vegas, hoping to see Allen, you see Diggs punt the uh, best catch thing through the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, but my only thing is, you know, maybe I'm just thinking just as for him, like maybe it's always his, like he loves golf and maybe he's like to play in a PJ Tour event. He'll is, have, he'll have he'll other opportunities yeah. for sure. 
But uh, for sure, maybe he's just like my opportunity. No, no, I to do understand it. him wanting yeah. to do it. I don't. I get that. I just think it, it's not a great look for him. It's not a great look for the league. I don't think it looks good for the organization. When you, yeah, when you're when you're leaving for a better thing than what your <laughs> league is doing, it's, it's usually not yeah, good. No, that's fair. Speaking of fair, Jimmy had a uh, interview with one Kadarius Tony that he caught up with on the floor. Let's take a listen. With Kadarius Tony, Chiefs wide receiver, first of all, is that like nickname, rap name, what is Joka? He's got the coolest, biggest silver chain I've ever seen around the neck. Yeah, Joka, that's my rap name. I'm uh, I'm an artist outside of football. Can you give me a little bit or? Nah, I ain't going to give you nothing right now. (laughs) So we do this thing called uh, What You Watching, okay? It's a segment. Just ask the guys when they're sitting in their hotel room doing nothing. What are you watching? You watching something on Netflix? You just watching your own rap videos on YouTube? What do you got? I'm gonna watch a movie, probably. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna watch a movie. I like Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. You watch anything this week? Uh, nah, nah, not this week. Nah, I've been locked in. So you don't get in on the shows, you know, that have like nine seasons or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I get into a couple shows. I watch um, Snowfall, um, Power. What do you like about Snowfall? Uh, I like the storyline. Give me a quick synopsis of the plot. <laughs> uh, I really feel like it's. I feel like it's. It's really tricky because it's like I mean, you can see it from different angles. I mean, you can see it from different ways. But would you recommend it to me and my podcast friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> Did you watch the Grammys last or uh, the other night? Nah, 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 nah. No. Mm-mm. Any chance we'll see you there sometime after your football career, Joker? Hey, hopefully. Hey, hopefully. Y'all run the screens up. I get there. Congratulations and best of luck on Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> There's some good chemistry between those two. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The absolute worst thing that you can do to any artist is ask them to sing their on the song spot? on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. Lester, will you sing for us right now? Especially for a guy who's there to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's, uh, he's not he a professional. Said, he actually says, I'm locked in, which is great, yeah. you know? Yeah. He that, didn't have time that, for Jimmy's nonsense. That concern you, uh, Asaf, as, a, as an Eagles fan? He's saying he's locked in. He isn't time for TV. I mean, look, we haven't seen a whole lot of Kadarius Tony for the Chiefs this year, <laughs> probably. I don't think he's going to be a huge part of that game plan, but he he's a guy that, I mean, like, he does have those, like, video game moves. Yeah. You know, I think he's had some off-field stuff. He's had some locker room issues uh, with the Giants or whatnot, but... Yeah. If you get the ball in his hands, and this is why Andy Reid got him, that he can be a real dynamic guy. So you know, I, and sometimes those are the type concern. of guys that show up in the Super Bowl, absolutely. right? Absolutely, like, yeah. But we'll see. He says he's locked in. You know, Imagine I that. I think uh, our pass defense for the Eagles is pretty good. Um, I think we can. Uh, it's gonna be a we'll good take game, Tony. I, I I hope so. And oh I boy! Think so. Okay. But as you said, uh, Kadarius Tony is zoned in. Perhaps he's been sitting in the dark this whole time, thinking uh, about the game, yeah. focusing. And uh, that's pretty much what how Aaron Rodgers plans on deciding his future. He will be going on a darkness retreat, yeah, uh, which is basically where you sit in a small dark house for four nights alone in the pitch dark, and uh, you do what is called sensory deprivation isolation. I guess it allows you to open up your mind even more and to to make grand decisions. Aaron Rodgers has said that. His closest friends have done this and have benefited. Hold insanely. on a second. Wow. Which closest friends? <laughs> I mean, you got to imagine the circle that Rodgers yeah. runs with. 
Like I, I everyone's I, doing yeah. it. Everyone's going. Everyone has four days to just go and sit in a dark room <laughs> dark and do nothing. Room. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he's hanging around with a lot of parents. Wow. So, uh, I mean, thoughts on that? Do you think there's actually something you can benefit from that? And would you ever try it yourself? Well, there's zero chance I'd ever try it. But I, I do think that, I mean, there's benefits. I think people who, well, I've never done it, but it's getting to, you know, um, you know, go to retreats or, you know, kind of your own time and stuff. But it, look, it sounds, it's about, it sounds very spiritually uh, inviting for sure. I mean, if you had the time, exactly. If you had the time to do it, and then I think there's something to be said for taking that time to just chill and, and get into his own. Uh, personally, I'm I'm at the beach or by the pool at a resort, just chilling, right? So say but to take it to that another level, yeah. So say Bell Media mm-hmm. gave us all four days. It would never happen to to <laughs> uh, four p- paid days a okay. year to go away to, to a, a a retreat where you sit in a dark room and think about your life. How many people in this building would take them up on it? I think you'd be surprised at the number. I think some people would. I don't know if I wouldn't out of curiosity. My only thing is this. Like, it's pitch dark. You're sitting there. You're alone. And you hear, like, a creak. (laughs) Like, those are the things I think that would keep me from fully diving into this thing is just, like, how secure do you feel when you're just sitting there in the dark? Like... Well, well, me not secure at all. Wouldn't your mind take over in terms of other things as well? Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think like, that uh, I, you know, maybe not four days, maybe two days. I would try yeah. it and see. You know, like, I, what I, if you I go like completely batch crazy two days in? Is you there could. someone there like observing you? Is to there? pull you out of it? I don't know. Yeah, that's a uh, question. We should do a we could do a podcast retreat. <laughs> <laughs> this time we we'll just go to the four county and we'll play dark, golf for four dark? days. Oh no no no. <laughs> No, well, I would do. I would. I would try it. If if if, if the earth to your hypothetical puff, you I, would try it? two days. Yeah, that's right. I would, but yeah, like to you, I don't think I go for the full four days. Are people I that desperate to get out of work? I, <laughs> like, uh, get me out. These of are paid days. Yes, mm-hmm. four paid days. <laughs> mental health on your own. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I'd do it. I, I could see James doing this. Well, he did go to a uh, yoga retreat in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's basically, right. it yeah. would have been the same. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You can see Jimmy doing that. He, of course, he'd have to be able to take his club so he could golf after. Yeah, he did. He'd, <laughs> he'd be thinking on a swing. He's thinking on a swing. swing. <laughs> swing. <laughs> How can I get better? Well, that's basically swing. what he did during COVID when he was at Edmonton in the hotel room and they're doing quarantine. He was just basically hitting golf balls in there. Yeah, I bet you he he's got he's he's thinking about post broadcast and the the senior the senior tour. Well, let's find out what Jimmy has to say. Yes. <laughs> Let us find a very good throw, Puffy. Yes. Jimmy is currently standing by with Chiefs, Chiefs offensive lineman Lucas Niang. All right. Let's see who we got here. Oh, it's Chiefs offensive lineman Lucas Niang. A lot of downtime, Super Bowl week. We have a segment called What You Watching? Are you watching anything right now? Atlanta. I'm watching Atlanta right now on Hulu up in Donald Glover. Yeah. Terrific show. I watched season one. Well, are you like caught up? I'm on or season three right now. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so I got, I'm a couple episodes behind. What's going on in season three? Um, I'm at the start of the season, so they're taking trips, taking trips with his manager around the world, meeting all kinds of interesting people, getting into all types of business. Highly recommend to my podcast staff. Very, very interesting. It's a very different TV show. Um, it's very real at some points, but it's always funny. Anything else you're into? Uh, what about, what else I watch? Did you do White Lotus? 
I'm trying to get Puffy on my podcast to watch White Lotus, but he's too slow. Couple of my teammates been saying White Lotus. Uh, I got to give it a try, but I've been hearing good things. Get care. Take care of the Super Bowl first. Get a ring, and then you and then go watch White Lotus. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. Thank you, my friend. You have no problem. Best of luck. Thank you. Very All the best. Is Jimmy like a stock in White Lotus or something? Like he's pushing this. He he must. I think he must. Uh, I guess he really enjoyed the show. I did as well. I'm sure we'll get that. I thought it was later. great. Yeah. I, I, you I guys really have watched it. the whole thing, oh, both yeah. seasons. You still haven't finished. No, I'm like that's three or four seasons, and I've actually moved on to Emily in Paris. <laughs> so you're three, three or four episodes of the in season one. one. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like. <laughs> just watch the first season to the end because it, it it progressively builds. It okay. does. It does. Okay. It, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, the other one I I actually started another show. Oh, well, House of Cards. Oh, House of Cards is oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Kevin Spacey is it going to be okay? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get too attached to that character. Uh, it's a good character. You're right. So uh, he said Atlanta. You guys watch Atlanta at all? I haven't no. seen it. No, but no, I like no, Donald Glover. I do mm-hmm. too. Uh, I watched the, a bit of the first season, but then it, this was like I, you couldn't find it streaming back then and stuff, so mm-hmm. I kind of just fell off. But something I probably want to pick up on. Yeah, pretty good show. Speaking of good shows, or people expected to put on a good show, Tony Romo. Just oh. a couple of years ago, I'm sure you guys will remember. He, he the, was the bell of the ball. The bell of the ball before every single play. This is a run left. This is yeah. a run right. He's checking down to this. He's doing that. He could literally predict plays on the run. Uh-huh. Uh, so CBS went and gave him a contract for, I think, $17 million a year. A lot of money. Quite a big deal. Uh, one would venture it still is. However, in the past two seasons, especially over the past last season, a lot of people have noticed that Tony's not doing that much of that anymore. And his comments are a little bit more vague, maybe not as focused. Uh, yeah. A lot more is just personality-based rather than actual game knowledge. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think he's just not doing the prep. And then, you know, a story broke that CBS actually in the offseason had an intervention with him. Which wow. Which is an odd mm. way to phrase it. But basically, they sat him down and, you know, tried to get him to refocus. Ask him, hey, what's going on here? How, you know, what, why are you struggling like this? Uh, to Rommel's credit, he did respond in an interview with Awful Announcing. Okay. Uh, which, well. I mean, it's a website that calls out usually people for their awful announcements. Yeah. So I guess he decided to just face the music. Uh, and he said, you're always trying to do the right thing. At the core, there are just more people who feel like they're telling me uh, how I'm doing. I have people coming up to me on the street far more than my first couple of years. So that's pretty crazy that people are actually coming up to him on the street to give him reviews. Uh, he goes on to say that basically uh, you can't please everybody. And after having so much high praise that, the bar to live up to is much higher, and then there's some people that he's just not going to do what they like. So he did kind of own it, but he also didn't really admit to falling off or anything like that. Yeah. What's your take on that? I mean, first and foremost, did you guys notice yourselves that? I actually did quite, notice it this yeah. year that he wasn't as uh, entertaining. Like, it was like not, I didn't feel I was learning watching him. Um, some of it, what he's saying is true. Like, the bigger you get, the longer you're around, people are, are going to praise you at first. You're going to yes. get the hate later. Like even like Chris Collinsworth, who uh, I always thought was the best, he seems like he's fallen off because um, he's you know you just when you get him every week for years, you start to find the holes more oh, than absolutely. the good stuff. Yeah. But the thing that's been interesting for me this year is that I've never been a huge uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman fan. And I actually thought Aikman was sort of not really doing much. Like, I thought he'd sort of mailed it in. 
And I feel like they've been really good this year mm. and that Aikman's been more engaged and more like figured it out again. So there's always hope for guys to like, this is probably good for Romo to have a little bit of criticism that he's not like when you first leave the game, you don't even have to work at it because you know everything. Yeah. But once yeah. the game changes oh, so sure. fast and if you don't keep up with it, then you're a dinosaur. And I think that's what was impressive to me about Collinsworth is he did seem to keep up with it. And Romo's going to have to work at it as the years go on. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think you know I I I applaud him for facing the music as 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 uh, directly as he did. Listen, I think you know to to what Pup was saying. As you get out there, you're out of the gate. You're fresh. You know, everything is is you know new and exciting and everything. But you know, I guess you fall into a little bit of habits, whatnot. But also, listen, as Pup also said, he's further away from the game, so maybe that. You know that insight is, is is a little bit lost on him, you know. But I look, I I, I mean, I'm, I don't watch a lot of football, but I you know he stuck out to me for sure, and I thought he was a great analyst. In mm. fact, he was so good, I I wondered why he wasn't successful as a quarterback, you know. Yeah, and because I mean, well, he, he was, was successful. I mean, he had yeah, a good he was career, successful, but but he didn't. But maybe it didn't work hard enough. Like he's talented. <laughs> maybe the focus wasn't, focus there. wasn't well, there. Maybe because of Jessica Simpson. You mean was that he was he, 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 he was dating her at one yeah, point. That was yeah. the Jessica Simpson. That was when they went away during the bye week. I yes, believe, was the big controversy. Did you hear the Jessica Simpson story about her uh, hooking up with a super famous movie star on the sly when he was married? No. no. She 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 had a book or something coming out, and she told that story. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out who it is. I think it was. Uh, it's not easy to figure out. No, because it's like a major movie star, but he's married. So could she be just, anybody. She just ruined a couple lives. Could be anybody, that. you know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, the the Romo thing's odd. I mean, there was comments this year. I just remember he'd make, and it was just like Tony, what are you talking about? And yeah. Then, like the podcast, and people start kind of picking up on it. And I guess CBS felt the need to say something because they paid all this money. It's kind of it, odd that that got out, though. Yeah, it must have been leaked by CBS. Must have been one of them people. Could be. So now, lots of ways to get guys. If you're Fox now and you just gave Brady a deal that when he starts, he'll be making thirty-seven point five million a year. So that's more than double what Tony is. Are you nervous at all that because they signed him for a ten-year deal? Like that's going to be money. You think? Yeah, he's he's. I would be shocked if he's not good. The only thing he might be a bit bored. Like I don't know if he's got the personality. His football. Off the hop's going to be unbelievable. He's their number one analyst, and and I think he'll work at it. Like I think he'll he'll actually he'll like, want to be the he'll want to be the best. Like he he is he's the fuck like he's nuts competitive wise. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And he so, is, and I think he looks at right now. You know, the guy who he competed with for a long time and Peyton Manning, what the Mannings are able to do with Monday Night Football. Yeah. How respected they are in the media, but also how they're looked upon as fun as, uh, yeah. as like commodity mm-hmm. people. They're amazing. They're the best. Oh yeah, that Monday Night Football. Uh, I watched that, and I thought, and I enjoyed the Buck and Aikman calls, mm-hmm. but I would watch no, them. No, Manning cast anytime. It was it was really good. I you know uh, like, I mean for Tom Brady, it's just a, a, an unbelievable, incredible opportunity for he for him to re- reinvent himself because I, I I don't know about I mean again I'm not a big football fan, but I've always found Tom Brady didn't have much personality. In my opinion, mm-hmm. right? So for now, an opportunity for him. Okay, he's not playing anymore. He, hopefully, he'll be a little more relaxed and he'll be able to, you know, have his personality. I, come I just up. don't know if he has that in him, though. I don't know if that's his personality. We'll he's see. Definitely tried Reese, like in past yeah. years. He's made cameos and shows. Mm-hmm. You know, he's tried to show more of a funny side. 
It's just when he does, especially when he's Instagrams and stuff and he's trying to be funny, it still comes off as someone like trying rather than. Yeah. He's not as natural as Manning. You both of them. Eli's great too. Eli's phenomenal. Eli's Eli's actually better. That that skit they did on Saturday Night Live when. When they're training the guys, <laughs> you're an idiot. You dropped the ball. But the kids. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, on, but he'll be. I think he's going to be oh. really good. Um, but he's going to need a good. I don't know who the play-by-play guy is going to be for him. Yeah, it'll be interesting because they need a good play-by-play guy with them, just at least early on to set him up. But I, I did I read it right? He's he's not doing it until 24. Yeah, till, so he won't start the fall of this year. You'll start. The so fall he's going to take a year off. Taking a year off, I'm wondering if that's maybe for some family stuff. Probably. Yeah. All right. I mean, we sat through all these Chiefs guys. It was pretty awful. <laughs> but now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Okay. Who Mr. we got? James Bradbury. Oh, nice. From the Eagles. He's good Standing there. by with James. Let's have a listen. All right. Eagles. Uh, there's defensive back James Bradbury who had a big pick earlier in the season against, I think, the Lions, and maybe one against the Giants, who cut him in the offseason. I do research. Uh, what you watching? So all I want to know, Super Bowl week, you got a lot of downtime, you're stuck in your hotel. What are you watching right now? You got a show? Hmm, right now I do not have a show. Um, I'm a big YouTuber. I get on YouTube quite a bit. Um, I watch DJ, uh, DJ Vlad. I watch a lot of Charleston White. Have you watched anything recently, Netflix or anything like that? I have. Let me think. Uh, the last movie I watched on Netflix was uh, Conjuring. Conjuring, scary. I love scary movies. Watch Do you get scared? Every now and then. You know, typically those are the really good scary movies. If you can scare me, those are the ones I like a lot. What's your favorite? Conjuring 2 right now. My favorite. Okay, I haven't seen Conjuring 2. Give me a synopsis. Ooh, the synopsis. Um... Pretty much a evil spirit takes over the body of a, a little girl, I believe. And um, I mean, anytime you got an evil spirit that takes over the body, bad things happen after that. So they, they work their hardest, the priest and his wife, to pretty much get this spirit out of the, the said, said girl's body. Very nice. My producer, Stoff, he doesn't watch movies. He just reads them on Wikipedia. Uh, so he'll have to look that one up. Do you watch it with your girl, you know? I watch it with my girl. I watch it by myself. Um, you get scared when you watch it alone? <laughs> Big tough guy like you? No, I actually like watching it by myself because then typically my girl gets scared when we watch a scary movie. So I enjoy watching it by myself. Best of luck in the Super Bowl. Thanks for participating, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, all right. James sounds cool. I'm just shocked he didn't ask him if he's watched The White Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not in the same, as, uh, in the same theme as uh, Conjuring. <laughs> you guys like the scary movies at all? No, not really. I, 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 uh, I don't because I'm a scaredy cat. Like, I, I just did, I get too scared. You know I, what? I, can, I like the idea of them. I can sit through it if it's a really good plot and concept, although yeah. I don't really enjoy the scary part of it. Uh, but I like, but like, yeah, scream. like, the ones that are just made for uh, just the scary yeah. the entire time. I'm probably the conjure. Uh, my other thing is too, like anything where there's a child possessed. Or yeah, I, I don't want that. Like, yeah, I don't I'm, like. I don't like the thought of the the nightmare and the you yeah. know the whole bit for for sure. That stuff stays with me. I agree. He also had no reaction to me reading movies on Wikipedia. No, <laughs> so James expected him to go off on that. <laughs> Not quite. That's oh awesome. Uh, now every year with the Super Bowl, the big deal is the commercials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, last year's uh, 
Super Bowl was nicknamed the Crypto Bowl because mm-hmm. of all the crypto. <laughs> yeah. Larry David, you had pretty much every other commercial. Tom Brady, crypto. didn't he have one too? But he was involved in Probably. it. Probably. Him and Giselle. I wouldn't be surprised. Who knows? They, well, they had something. Didn't that like either the guy who bankrupt or it, it was a scam? The guy, the guy who got arrested, they were buddies with him. Yeah. Wow. And that was Larry David was in that Larry one David, too. They were sued. Yeah. As well. Yeah. 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 That is correct. Uh, so basically, you had the crash of crypto. You had some people go to jail. Mm-hmm. And it's no crypto this year. It's back to good old-fashioned liquor. Awesome. Well, liquor never goes away. Liquor never goes away. Um, it's always there now, for you when covered, you know what I mean. We covered all this crypto stuff. Are you guys at all surprised that that bubble burst? Or it seems I, to I am not surprised at all. Yeah, I never really understood here. it. Yeah, that, 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 no. that might be also why. <laughs> I think a lot of people who invested... Probably didn't understand it. Um, a lot of people made money. Like there's people short that, that like, short term really yeah. did well short on term. it. Well, what yeah. it always seemed to me is like in order for you to make money, more people have to continue to buy in. Yeah. It uh, seemed like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. that's a, There's something, there's a finite amount of it. It seems very Ponzi scheme. Would you feel bad about making like $100 million, but no, in a Ponzi it. scheme, but, but not a Ponzi scheme that you created? Like say you were- You just, you-, you Went you into it. Went into it, and then you cashed out, yep. and you were like the first one to cash out. Yep. Like you didn't want to get too greedy, yep. and you took your hundred million, and you left, and then uh, and then it turns out it was like a total scam. And it's like ooh, I feel, I feel terrible. You'd feel terrible. I feel ter- I don't know if would I you give your uh, hundred million? Like, would you uh, pay out to the people who I lost would, their money? I'm the type of person that I would definitely find some people that yeah. you know really got hammered hard. People, quite frankly. Who didn't have the money to invest in the first place, and yeah. at least give them their money back. If oh, I wow. Do that. The yeah. only issue is, that. though, yeah. like, well, yeah. yep. people have lost way more money than you would have ever made, though. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mean, like, You'd be giving it, like, would you give the, basically the entire 100 million away to. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I would, I would keep like 95 no, no, of it. No, 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 no. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, I, I mean listen, I shouldn't say that. I mean, how much okay. of 100 million would you give away? I would honestly, I I could see myself giving away seventy five million. Yeah, I do eighty. I'm gonna one up. <laughs> oh, look, look, look at you two. Look at you two. <laughs> look, look. I mean, here's the thing. What do I need to do? like? Honestly, what do I need with a hundred million dollars? If I invest twenty five million dollars properly, it's fine. You know, hundred million dollars. I'm gonna cook it wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know it sounds silly or, yeah. or maybe a far fetched. Yeah. But I'm I. I, I I personally have never really been concerned with money. I'm a, I'm a true Pisces. Yeah. Mm. I don't really care about money, but I like having it. Right? Yeah. Well, that's need, that's my thing, right? Oh, oh it's James, uh, James, James Duffy. Has another, uh, James is, Duffy is, is, calling is it, is it, oh, in. Oh, boy. Put him on speaker. Uh, hello? Hello. Hi. Uh, you, this uh, is the Rubber Boots uh, podcast. We're recording. Oh, a longtime uh, listener, first time caller. Oh, nice. Are there any giveaways today? <laughs> There's there is zero giveaways today. <laughs> We're giving away the spot as a host. We actually we actually had a question. If you were involved, what about Lester's innocence? That was sold a long time ago. Uh, what are you guys taping right now? Yeah, yeah we're, we're taping right now. Oh, am I on? Yeah, yeah. you're on. So listen, to oh, this hypothetical. It's gonna get edited out. How's it going? It's uh, going well. Yeah, it's going very well. We, our, 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 the awkward silences are, <laughs> over under has been hit, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll tighten it up in post. <laughs> um, I, I, I just had a thought because um, your producer didn't answer me when I, I texted him. Um, I was going to do a little short little interview with Luke Wilson okay. uh, today that maybe you could insert into the podcast. So maybe you want to throw to that. Maybe you could throw to that a little bit later on in your show. 
Okay. Perfect. Are you going to ask now, a, about the James Duffy with Luke Wilson? Yeah, that's all you have to say. Awesome. How should we react? Super off Bowl the champion Luke Wilson. How How do you want us to react off the end? Oh yeah, because you won't hear the interview. Yeah. Right. Because I'm going to tape it now. Just yeah. say that was guys. That was an awesome interview. James is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I can't believe he didn't ask him about White Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you have you run any of my? Yes, uh, yes, yeah, yes. You've, yet? Yes, yes. <laughs> they've yes. been they've been amazing. <laughs> my favorite was the punter. He was really good, actually. Who's Tommy Tommy Townsend. Tommy Townsend. Yeah. When 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 he when he drops the snap, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> he <laughs> jinxed him so bad. <laughs> I know. He's not going to sleep all week. Somewhere, somewhere in that group of what you're watching. Uh, People, there's an there's an MVP waiting to happen in there. <laughs> I, th- I think it is. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> now, are you are you currently? What hole are you on right now? Are you on the back nine? Of the course you're playing. <laughs> I played. Uh, I played. Uh, I played 15 holes yesterday with yeah. uh, Kara Waglin. Nice. And uh, Hannah, uh, Claire Hannah. I'm oh, okay. call her Hannah Claire. Claire Hannah. Nice. What a bundle of joy Claire Hannah is. I oh, yeah? want to say that. Well, she's... Oh yeah. If you ever need to your golf game to feel better, you golf. Claire Hannah, because no matter how you hit it, she goes, whoa, way to go. It's amazing. <laughs> like you hit it left into the lake on like a 150-yard hook. Whoa, amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And then I played, and we all, Claire Hannah was a national volleyball team member. Yeah. We played with her best friend, who was another national volleyball team member. Okay. So let's just say I was the shortest one in the group. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll let you get back to the show, guys. Thanks hold, for on, hold on, hold on. Really appreciate it. Hold, hold, hold on, Can you hear me? Your buddy Lester. Okay, so we were just discussing a hypothetical. How many times you tell me to f off today on the show? <laughs> <laughs> There's one coming up. Trust me. Um, <laughs> we had a hypothetical. You, uh, uh-huh. you, you, through a cryptocurrency scam that you weren't aware of, you you accumulate a hundred million dollars, right. and then you find out it was a Ponzi scheme. How much of that right. money, if any, would you give back to victims of the Ponzi scheme? Oh, so sorry. I got. I got the money. I wasn't the one who did the No, you goal. weren't in no, charge no, no, no. of it, yeah. Yes. Yes, correct. Beneficiary is a great word. I think I might be involved in one of those right now. <laughs> <laughs> Answer honestly. <laughs> um, I would give money to charity uh, because I feel like the victims of the Ponzi scheme uh, are, having been a victim of things very similar to Ponzi schemes, <laughs> In numerous of my investments, I feel like you are somewhat to blame for that. <laughs> okay. I watched the Bernie Madoff thing on Netflix, and, you know, I think part of Ponzi schemes is greed, right? Oh, when you're time. getting Big these time. ridiculous returns and you don't ask questions, mm. then it's probably because you're greedy. And so, um, yeah, I think that I would give the money to worthy charities instead of the people who've been suckered into it. So all $100 million, that's really nice of you. No, 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 no. I said only five of the hundred million. Five of the <laughs> Lucky for you, I said, uh, I'm going to say 98.5 would be going with me. So, Well, the other thing is the five million charities might be trust funds for my children. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I'll let you go. Uh, thank you for thank you for everything. Uh, my, my interview with Luke Wilson is just ahead on the show. Oh, perfect. Can't wait. Hit it straight, buddy. Okay, buddy. Bye. Wow. 
Victim shaming. Yes. Wow. James wow. Dundee, the that's, victim shamer. That's an interesting take. I've never heard that take. The Ponzi scheme victims are the real, real criminals in this. Their greed was deservedly Their punished. Their greed drove everything up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's true to a, look, that's a true to a certain extent, but there's also people that... In a said, you well, know, oh. in his spot, then he's also just as greedy. <laughs> he's just the only lucky one that got rewarded yeah. for him. I did see uh, James at a free Bernie rally. <laughs> <laughs> Made off. Yeah, I could see that. Oh god, that was good. Since uh, the Super Bowl's going all in on liquor, I figured I'd pull this story from things I saw on Twitter. Nice. Now, actually, this is a story from a couple years ago. That's when it started. And I remember hearing about this because Daniela Lice, who's 26 years old at the time, was driving home from Budweiser Gardens in London, Ontario in 2019 when she crashed into a house and caused an explosion okay. that then damaged four different homes. Wow. I remember seeing this on the news, but I never knew the actual story. Before. Yeah. So what happened is she got really hammered at this uh, music festival. I believe it was a Marilyn Manson show. Oh, no oh boy. Um. And basically, she got hammered, hopped in her car, drove home, drove off the road, drove into a house, caused an explosion where the, I guess the gas line went and it caused damages to four other houses. Seven people were injured. Oh, the, wow. The damage caused was estimated between $10 million to $15 million. Holy. First, she did three years in prison, obviously, for impaired driving. Now, here's the twist. Her and her father are now suing Ovations Ontario Food Services, the mm-hmm. company that held the concert and served her booze. They're claiming that the company shares liability for the explosion because it kicked her out of the venue <laughs> for being too drunk, I presume, without trying to prevent her from driving home. Oh, they should have. It that's also alleges true. the venue served while knowing she was intoxicated. Now, mm-hmm. that's like an old one that a venue should know to cut you off and stuff. Mm-hmm. I always find that that's a very hard rule to put a of course, hard, fast everybody, line everybody, by because how, everybody, how can you? Yeah, everybody shows their alcohol uh, uh Level differently for sure. Yeah, of course. You know, people are, are absolutely hammered and drop, walk straight as an arrow. Right, you're at a concert with thousands of people. Yeah, how, exactly. how can five six bartenders keep tabs on everything? And also, uh, well, I like the bartenders aren't making enough money that they to be sh- giving a to crap. be yeah. to be the one who has to be like, no, sir, you're you're done exactly. for the night, exactly. and then risk them punching them in the face. That's exactly it. You know, <laughs> you're now telling an intoxicated person, person what they can exactly. do. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, you know, maybe we need more security. Hey, maybe we need people in the parking lots trying to prevent people from, you know, drinking and driving. At the same time, this person clearly went here with the idea that she's going to get hammered at the show. Yeah. She yes. drove there, so she did not plan for a different ride home. No, she did no. not. No, no. I mean, Listen, I, I don't like her chances of winning, said She lawsuits. better not win. This would be the worst thing ever if she won, because yeah. then any other drunk driver could be yeah, like, the well, precedent you know, it's Molson's fault. That's yeah. exactly it. Is absolutely yeah. inexcusable. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, the only thing I will say is I do see something to be said. Like, if I come to your house, stuff, and I'm hammered, and 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 I go and drive on the, on the high, highway and get hurt or kill somebody, they'll actually come and charge oh, you, course, right? Yeah. So, but I don't so, think, I, I don't agree with that. I don't think you should be liable. charged, though. You should be liable. It's like the person, like, I've, I don't know. I've, I've drank and gotten drunk a lot of times. I've always known what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've yes. known, like, it's not like it's like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I might have done stupid things, yeah. but, like, even, I've been aware I was doing stupid things. And it was on me what it, the, the consequences of my actions. I don't. I, I don't like the fact that well, as a host that they have yeah. to be responsible. I mean, I, I see. I, I listen. I totally agree with you guys, but I just I do wonder if there might be 
there might be something for that that may, they might be able to be successful. If they are, I'd be disappointed, but I could see I could see it happening. But I will say this as well. This person sent, spent three years in jail. So in those three years, you haven't come to terms with the, the fact that you made a mistake. Yeah. That's and, what bothers me and more than anyone else. And her fathers haven't yeah. said, listen, you made the mistake here. Yeah, exactly. Like they're supporting so me, that they... They they were taken advantage of. That's ridiculous. And and that's to me that honestly that's that illustrates one of the the biggest problems I believe in society right now. Is there's far too many people that don't want to take responsibility for their, for their actions. Hundred yeah. percent. Sure. You know. Yes. The, the looper looped the bus. The looper did. Oh, thank you. Now next next next. Give him more. Yeah, what we got? He's on a roll. We got anything? Do we have anything from uh, any more Eagles uh, stuff? I do believe James, uh, who we just heard from, he, is standing yeah. by with Reed Blankenship. Nice. Nice. Let's take a listen. I'm guessing Stoff is fully erect by now. <laughs> Correct. Imagine being a rookie at the Super Bowl. Going to go say hi to Eagles rookie safety, Reed Blankenship. First time at the Super Bowl. What a rookie What a rookie year to get to the Super Bowl. Isn't it amazing? Uh, also, first time on What You Watching, which I know is a huge thrill for you. Uh, your home, you know, maybe in your hotel room, a lot of downtime this week. Off week before this, you watching anything? I've actually been watching the uh, new the new show The Last of Us on right. HBO. Yeah, HBO Max. Um, I was a big. I guess I played the game. It's based on a video game, so I, I, I play a lot of ga- video games. And just seeing that, like how it correlates, I, I love how you know there's TV shows that correlate with video games. It's really cool. So that's what I've been watching here lately. Me too. Uh, I didn't watch episode four because my wife makes me watch it with her, so I missed it. You watched it last night? I haven't. Okay, I want no spoilers. Yeah, Yeah, please no. But do you like it? Do you think it holds up pretty well, right? It does hold up pretty well. I love the cast, too. uh, One of the main characters that plays Joel, um, he's in The Mandalorian. Mm, I'm a big, like, Star Wars guy, too, so. This this guy's good. Like I said, he's one of my favorite characters and favorite actors, so. He was in Narcos, too, did you? Narcos, yeah, see, like, he's really good, so. Listen, best of luck to you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. I like that he's not jinxing the Eagles so far. Yeah. No, I'm like that. Not. He's, he's not like you're going you're gonna <laughs> to shut down those receivers tomorrow. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, by the way, is the name of that. Actor. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Star Wars guy, yeah. too. So. Very oh, good. are you? Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mandalorian's amazing. He's awesome, yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I heard. I saw a tweet of someone saying Mandalorian's like the best thing Star Wars has done. It might have saved Did it. They say that? It might have saved. Listen, it, like, I'll tell you, yeah. Like even compared to the way back. Oh well, the original trilogy is amazing, but it's yeah. really good. I yeah. think. I think uh, Mandalorian. I, I believe it's uh, uh, Favreau. Uh, Fav- John Favreau, Favreau who's, who's directed and Dave those. Filoni. I think his name okay. is. They're the well, two guys that have sort of. Pushed yeah, it. and honestly, to me. It's um, it's those those the 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 two series seasons so far Kenobi, uh, even the the the, uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, it's all really brought Star Wars back to where you know it where be. it should be. Yeah, you know, right. I think unfortunately with Disney, and I'm I'm not saying the last. I mean, I didn't like the I, uh, the Force Awakens was great. I didn't like the Last Jedi, and then the Rise of Skywalker. I thought was decent. Yeah, I these, feel the same as you on those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, but these these last three things in particular, I believe uh, there's another one. Andor. Andor. I haven't well. watched. I haven't I've only watched Andor one either. episode so far. I haven't seen Andor either, but apparently that's excellent as well. Yeah, well, and it's also a little bit more adult, I guess, The Mandalorian than than a lot of Wookies having yeah. sex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that is the music. Did you, did you ever see that? It's on like TikTok or Twitter, but I guess 
this woman's complaining about her ex-boyfriend. I guess he posted a thing that's saying like, uh, so like it, it turns me on for someone to call me like and speak to me as like a Wookiee. And so what? she kept getting these crank calls. Oh, and guys, yes, I did see that. Guys like, I did see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, he's so immature. I'm like, that's so amazing. That is quite good. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, back to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But staying with uh, shows and scripts, if you will, mm-hmm. and TikTok, of course, because this did originate on TikTok, how people believe that the Super Bowl script yeah. for this Sunday had leaked, and there was a, I believe it's an actually a Wikipedia entry that's, uh, I guess, superimposed or whatnot, but it says Eagles win 37-34. It has the quarter breakdown, so they were trailing 24-13 at the half. The entire game will take three hours and 37 minutes, apparently. Yeah. Is this real? Well, there was some, I'm trying I'm trying to remember the player. I know somebody, you're talking about somebody. It just came out that said, yeah, that there was a script. The NFL scripted. Yeah. scripted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only thing with that is I'm pretty sure if we're talking about the same thing, yeah. he was being very sarcastic about oh, it. Oh, he was? Yeah, okay. he was saying, yeah, it's all scripted. We're told to do this yeah. this minute. That's this what we minute, practice we all this week. Is what we pra- yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, yeah, practice, yeah. we don't practice the game plan. We practice the script, the script. all week. He was being facetious, I'm oh, pretty okay. sure. Because okay. after the... You know, Hair, a lot uh, of the Bengals fans feeling a certain way about uh-huh. how that happened. Um, I think basically they they feel that the NFL is either against them or that it's scripted in some way. Yeah, that everyone wanted you know wants the Chiefs at this Super Bowl. Eh. I don't know. Look, I, I, I feel I, like that kind of happens every year. It's funny that this thing came out. I think it's. I think it's. A, but there was something I saw where it had all the predictions of the Super Bowl winners. This last ten, like, and the, the guy's been right. He like posted it in like 2015 or something, and he's nailed every one. Yeah, yeah but how many accounts does that guy have? Where yeah, he was picking one or That's the other fair. and have to cancel the account. You know, you know what's unfortunate about all this is the line between what's real and what's fake is yeah. so blurred now. I'm not blurred, oh. but but I mean it's just harder because technology. You know, I mean if this game plays out, whatever yeah. way it plays out, and the final score is 37 34. That's pretty crazy. It is crazy. If, if I think works. I'm going to bet that as so a score. It is right now the most bet, like, is, predicted yeah. score. I think I'm going to bet it. Simply because to, of this. Mm, all right. Well, why be on the outside looking in, right? Yeah. Right. Let's all get, let's, let's all get rich. That. That's what Vegas wants. Yes, no doubt. See, Jimmy's going to put his bet in, and he's going to win the $100 million. I'd rather be an insider than an outsider. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, you put that one on a tee for me. Yes, oh. I did. Now, to James with Luke. No. <laughs> James did manage to catch up with one NFL insider, Adam Schefter. Wow, that's a guess. Epic what you watching. Let's hear what he had to say. With Adam Schefter, number one insider in the world, uh, we do a thing on our football podcast Ooh. called What You Watching. Do you have any downtime in your room? What are you watching right now? Your Honor on Showtime. Great series. Season two? Awesome. Is it good? Fantastic. What episode are we in? Three or four? Brian Cranston nails Fantastic, it again. Fantastic. Intense. Dramatic. Watch the first season. Watch the second season. And when you get done with that, then you can watch White Lotus on HBO oh Max. My I'm trying God. to get my boys to watch White Lotus. I've done no, no, it. It's no, no, fantastic. No. How old are your boys? No, I mean the guys on the podcast. Oh. They're a little lazy. Oh. It's the best. Boys, get with the freaking program. Chef, thank you. You got it. Right from Schefter. Finish White Lotus, you lazy ass. And then the homework for the rest of you. Your Honor. Seasons one. 
and two. That's it from here. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Best of luck in the future with your new host, Bump. <laughs> Adam Schefter might have saved this podcast. Uh, that's hilarious. He brought everything together. The White Lotus without Jimmy and Prop. Jimmy was so stunned he didn't know what to do. He's, he was so excited. Who's got the boner now? Oh, yeah. That was the best thing for Jimmy ever. Well, the best part was, how old are your boys? <laughs> how old are your boys? The best funny thing. Uh, 48. <laughs> like, Jesus, how old are you, man? Oh, these are my loser friends, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, oh, oh, come on, boys. That was awesome. And just throwing our insiders under the bus. The number yeah. one insider. Drager is not going to be happy with that. Drager cannot be happy. Maybe he should have said an NFL. But Schefter was awesome. Uh, your Honor. I don't know if did you guys watch I've never, I've never seen. What's it on? Is it's, that it's like on, a. It's on Crave. It's on Crave. Oh, it's on Crave. It's not it's like on, a. Is it FX or Showtime? It might be Showtime. Showtime? Okay. I think he said Showtime. Yeah. So it's. Definitely on Crave. Uh, I watched the first season. I liked it. Actually, it looks like season one ends and that's it for the series. It looks like one of those short run things. Mm -hmm. And they brought it back, I guess, because of the popularity. Uh, I don't know if I share his enthusiasm. Parts of the stories now like feel rushed a bit and okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it ends up. Was it like a Brian judge? It's amazing. He's, it? a, yeah. He's a judge. Basically, the um, season one is... His son is driving down the road. He drops his asthma inhaler, and he's having an asthma attack. As he's trying to reach for it, he veers to the middle of the road and kills someone. Oh, wow. Uh, and the kid that he kills basically ends up being like a mobster's son. Oh. Uh, so as he's about to turn himself in, his uh, father, who is a judge, opts not okay, to. Okay. The whole thing plays itself. Oh, wow. Don't say anymore. It actually That's, sounds pretty it's, good. It's That's really a great good. premise. That's Season, a great premise. It is a really good premise. Season one has maybe one or two hiccups, but it's overall, it's a very solid I'm gonna season. I'm going to watch that before I watch White Lotus. Yeah, <laughs> you, you very much should. <laughs> I'll tell you, you what, Brian Cranston has, uh, what a run. Wow. I mean, I, I mean, I first saw him as Dr. Tim Watley on Seinfeld. Yeah, he was great. And he was great Anti, in that. Anti-dentite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of really? pe- a lot of people got their start on Seinfeld, like yeah. White Big Lotus, Big um, Jennifer Coolidge, Coolidge. Yeah. Yeah. and also the guy. Is, well, I guess you probably maybe haven't seen it yet. Her co-star in both seasons, the guy she's with, he was on Seinfeld as well. A lot really? of people don't know. Do you remember he? He's also Uncle Rico in the Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, okay, uh, movies. But in Seinfeld, he's the homeless guy that. Uh, Kramer gives Tupperware to. Oh, where and am then I he ends going? Up with the wig. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you gonna be him. here later? Hey, where am I going? That's hilarious. That's I've, I've got to look at that so, again. Uh, That's amazing. But Cranston, and then of course Breaking Bad. I've never seen Breaking Bad. I've got to. I've got I've, to watch. I haven't it. watched I it either. I, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. That's that's a head turner. I actually I watched the first episode. A Breaking Bad, and it did seem pretty good. Problem is, Tanya has no interest in it, uh, and so now that becomes a day watching show and stuff. And I do have to, I just have to buckle in. And do, do you like the shows though? Sometimes that she doesn't want to watch because you can go off on your own, or is it more like yeah? Know? Like uh, problem for me, it's just finding the not that I don't have the time, but like at, n- at night we're either watching shows together mm-hmm. or I'm watching sports, and Fair so enough. then that basically just leaves like during the day. And when the kids are at school, and then that's just like that's Puffy's alone time. That's alone time. <laughs> that's it, baby. I like to watch other things sometimes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Cue the music. Uh, all right, before we get out of here, boys. Yep. Uh, any predictions for the big game? Um, well, 37, 34 <laughs> Eagles. I can't go wrong at this point. Uh, 
I'm not even. Well, I mean, I'm, well, it will depend on who. As an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. you've watched them all year. Do you feel they can win this game? Like, do you feel like that that uh, that they're going to match up well with Kansas City? Absolutely, I think they're the more complete uh, team in the matchup. Yeah. Uh, the one major, uh, not to take anything away from Jalen Hurts, obviously Patrick Mahomes is just a different type of yeah player in general. Like, do you uh, think Hurts will do. will rise to the occasion, or yes. do you think I don't, I'm not really worried about that? That's good. Um, uh, I think he's proved like there's a, there's a maturity about him. There's the preparation. There's the hard work. I, yeah. I, I think he's and he's played in national championships, he's which aren't, aren't Super Bowls, yeah. but they're still a big deal. He, he's dealt with drama here and there. Yeah. I think uh, I think he you know he's very sound up here, mind wise, and so I, I don't expect him to have issues. Uh, you know, like Casey, especially, I don't know if they're playing from behind or whatnot, but that offense is always something you got to worry about. Uh, Eagles have one of the best defenses against the pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, we, when you have Mahomes running around there, uh, you know, ankle or not, he's going to be Yeah, I don't know if he's a Yeah, but... Well, Listen, when it comes down to having to do yeah. something, I think he'll be able to and pull they'll, some magic they'll put the of. shot in him or whatever. They'll that, put the shot yeah, in him. He won't feel a thing. You know, he's also able to throw it off of basically yeah. no legs or anything. So it's always going to be a problem. They're always there's the fear of them in the game. I just feel uh, the Eagles. When you have one of the best offensive lines and defensive lines, uh, you become a hard team to beat, and they're just pretty well rounded everywhere else. Um, it's it's interesting just because it's two teams that have both won Super Bowls recently, and but they're and they're two good fan bases, and it'll be a huge deal for one whoever wins it to get that second recent one. Like it'll like Mahomes all of a sudden starts entering another level of being a two time champion. You know the Eagles. You know start being like, oh, this may be a better organization than they've been given credit for. Well, yeah. It's a it's a big it's a big game for either organization. Yeah, listen, I wouldn't. I, for me, I don't I don't have a horse in the race. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I'd like to see you, uh, you know, Stoff as as an Eagles fan, uh, be be award, rewarded with that uh, with that that championship. I I do feel like the Eagles are uh, are going to win. Um, I just feel like they're a little bit more of a team of destiny, mm-hmm. and um, I, I just feel like for one reason or another. They're going to get it done. As you say, they're probably the more complete team stop. I would agree with that. And like I said, just, just something, something about them that appeals to me. Go Eagles. I hope it's fly a great Fly Eagles, fly. Uh, and I, I predict that uh, Rihanna will start the set with Please Don't Stop the Music. Oh, okay. That'd be a pretty yeah, good that's, start. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I see for me. Ends it with Umbrella. One. See, I thought Rain Run, Run This Town down. might be. Oh, Jay-Z it. pops out. I feel like out. Run This Town will definitely at some point. You think, you think he's going to be a guest? Show up? If, uh, well, Rock Nation is who organizes the halftime. Yeah, right? they've yeah. done for the past couple of years. Yeah, they took well, it so over, so I could see it him. It wouldn't be a out. big thing for him to do it. Do you think yeah. there'll be more more guests than that? There's usually, well, there's, there's usually, usually two is. or three. Yeah. However, usually. we did this bet for the weekend one. Yeah, and there was and there nobody. Wasn't, but that was a pandemic year. Yeah. Yes, that's true. So maybe with no quote unquote social mm-hmm. distancing. Uh, yeah. Hope it's we good. get Jay out there, and uh, yeah, for me, I'm thinking Eagles. Like I'll tell you this much: I'm more confident heading into this one than I was the last one against New England. Yeah, okay. that one obviously had just a vibe of losing to New England before yeah, and course. stuff. And I guess to winning it a couple years ago, you're still kind of filled with this thing where it's not as you know you're not live or die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's but there's how still something like you want that. You want to keep on rolling. You want to keep winning and. But I, I just think they're in a slightly better spot to do it. They're up against a phenomenal coach, a great offense. But I think 
all in all. How do Eagles fans game. feel about Andy Reid? Love him. They still love him, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was super happy for him when he won his yeah. first Super Bowl. Like, yeah. Sure. You know, uh, he did great things for the organization. I think the only drawbacks with him in the end were... Uh, fourth down management and clock management on certain yeah. plays, and he also improved that once he went to KC. He did. So, yeah, man. No, I hope it's a good game. All the good to I, him, I hope it's a good yeah. game, too. I'm looking forward to it. Go Eagles, 37-34. All right. 37-34. Well, once they're down by 11 at halftime, we're laughing. <laughs> it's it's going to then. If I was the NFL, I'd be making sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> so someone's going for two at the end. Yeah, like it's like you got to yeah. make sure this doesn't come up this way. Well, some great predictions from us, but to go for the prediction that matters. Yes. I believe, I have no reason to actually know this, but yeah. I believe J- Jimmy is standing by <laughs> with Luke Wilson. With my friend Luke Wilson, star of uh, Jay's show, star of SportsCenter, star of a lot of FanDuel stuff on the network, and now star of our Super Bowl coverage here. Uh, first of all, I, I say this, I'm not trying to suck up just because we started interviewing, but you've done an awesome job all year, and it's great to finally work with you here again at the Super Bowl. I appreciate that. I, uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, Duthie, but I, I've, I've been trying hard. I'm trying to stay authentic, you know, maybe a little different perspective, but I appreciate that. You bought me dinner last night, and I learned a lot about you uh, that I didn't know. I mean, I knew you'd played some hockey before, but I didn't know that football was never your sport, that, in fact, football was your third sport. And you had your sights set on the NHL and maybe feel like you got robbed a little bit. Can you tell me that story? Robbed is an understatement. I, uh, <laughs> to this day, I still wonder. Um, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I was a child star, but I was a pretty good hockey player. And you you're 6'5", yeah. big center. And, and I felt like, you know, character wasn't an issue, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I never saw the 16-year-old OHL reports, but I'd be surprised if that was on there. Uh, you know, played forward. On the AAA teams, usually captain or assistant captain in most of them, and we actually were pretty good. Um, you know, we had we. In our this league, is in Windsor area, in, right? Yeah, Windsor, Ontario. London had a uh, Cadre was their best player, and they were they had a lot of other kids at that age who were very good. I think they were the best team in our league, and after that was Brantford, led by Adam Henrique. And again, so we were kind of there was a bunch of us that were close. We never really got over the hump, but Zach Cassian played on our team. We had uh, another NHLer in Dal- Dalton Prout. We were a pretty good squad. And, you know, as a kid growing up in LaSalle, it was, hey, I'm going to go to the NHL. You know, that's my dream. That's my goal. And then the OHL draft came around, and it was the worst day of my life. You thought you were going to go fairly early, right? Yeah. I. Uh, this is the Stamkos year, by the way, just to, well, you heard Kadri and Henrique, but Stamkos' OHL draft year. Yes, and I, I figured, hey, I'd be like, you know, maybe a, I knew I wouldn't be a top, you know, three-round guy. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'll probably be a mid-round guy. Someone will take a flyer on me. I thought potentially they might want to move me to defense. But I had scored a decent amount of goals, believe it or not. And obviously it's 6'5", probably 240. Like I could, you know, be a little rough, I would say. I was a big dump and chase forward. Uh, you know, willing to work hard, etc. And then all of a sudden, I remember I was sitting in my parents' room. That's where our computer was. And this would have been, I guess, 05, 06, somewhere in there. And I remember, like, with the big box computer, and I just keep clicking refresh. And I'm, like, got my phone next to me, and I'm, like, all amped. Like, where am I going to end up? You know, where, where, where am I going to Kingston? And am I going here? Am I going there? And the rounds keep ticking down. And I'm, like, this is bizarre. But, like, you know, I'm pretty positive. So I'm, like, it doesn't matter. If I get picked in the last round, I'll go in there, like, blow up camp and fight someone, try and score a couple goals and be good. And, uh... My name wasn't called, 
And to this day, it's the biggest mystery of my life. I mean, in the 15th round, no one's going to take a chance did you, on this Did kid? you get blackballed somehow? Did you ever, like, wonder about that or inquire? I, I have inquired, and uh, nobody, I feel like nobody wants to just tell me the truth. But I do feel like there are the powers that be. Uh, some of the rumors that I had heard was that if I had went to the OHL, I was immediately going to become a fighter, and that there were some local baseball and football coaches that were kind of begging people not to draft me. But I, I still don't know how that can be true. I mean, I get, and I do believe, you know, specifically a baseball coach that was like, yo, this kid's got a legit shot. Please don't take him to the OHL. He'll be a better baseball player. Like, I can wrap my head around that, Duthie. I can. But I can't wrap my head around some scout that doesn't know this baseball coach being like, this guy might make our club better in two years. I don't If he wants to play hockey over baseball, we're going to give him that shot. Like, who gets to decide? Crazy. Crazy. I got to do, like, a 30 for 30 and investigate I would, this. I, I, would love, I would love to hear uh, who the, who, like, how it all went down. But how can, you, how can you be upset now when it turns you to football and you won a Super Bowl? And, and that was – I remember uh, – we kind of mentioned this at the Steakhouse last night. But then the next year – uh, I was I call it like the, I was in the hockey wasteland where I was an underager. So a lot of the junior teams, um, which at the time like Duthie, it's crazy. But I remember trying out for junior C team at 16, and I was it was the greatest tryout I've ever had in any sport. I'm like I mean not only everything just went well. You know you have the athletic weekend. I scored a bunch of goals. I was just laying people out. At the time when you're in LaSalle, Junior C is a huge ordeal, which is kind of not to disrespect Junior C, but it's a little comical for me now. But I'm like, I'm going to make this team for sure. Like after this tryout, I might be like the captain of this team at 16. I mean, it couldn't have gone better. And it turned out, I didn't even know this, but the coach had a connection with my dad and got him in the stands before I went in to see who made the final cut and was like, your son's one of the best players in the ice, but I just found out he's 16 and I promised the spot away. So... The midget major year, which I call the wasteland, I have to go back and play AAA. It's like a tragedy. It is a tragedy. This does not have a happy ending. Um, and I, I go back and play AAA. And, I, you know, you got to be re- realistic yourself. But I'm like, okay, I fell through the cracks last year or whatever. I'm going to have the greatest year of my life, and I'll get drafted the next year. And that season, um, again, I call it the wasteland because all the good guys were in the OHL or playing junior somewhere. So what we would do is I would start most games playing forward, and that if we were up, a lot of times I would switch to defense for the third period and was playing, like, a ton. I had a lot of fun that year. Again, we were pretty good, won a couple tournaments. I remember, like, the big, like, OHL scouted tournament. I think I got MVP of every single game that I played in. Nothing. I, I remember thinking to myself, I physically cannot do anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the MVP nothing. of every game. Draft comes. I mean, no one even chatted about me. It wasn't even a thing. And I remember that summer I went to a football camp, and it was like I had spent a year now just, like, scratching my head, wondering, like, what is going on with this hockey world? Why am I not getting a shot? And, uh, again, hadn't played football very seriously. Went into the first football camp. A guy from Rice University was there. He was from Louisiana, so he kind of had that, like, Bayou accent. And about three weeks later, he's like, son, we're offering you a full-ride scholarship to Rice University to play football. And I remember thinking to myself, Dude, I need to quit this hockey stuff. All I got to do is show up to play football. <laughs> These guys actually are seeing what I'm thinking. But it was weird. It not to, I know it's getting long-winded here. But I felt, as a 16, 17-year-old, I felt like I was delusional. You know, because I was, there was a, a guy 
that was a junior B legend. His name is DJ Turner, and he led the whole area in points every year, and he was an incredible hockey player. And I was on his line, so that obviously helped. But it was like DJ always led that whole county in points, and I was usually number two. You know, we were on the same line, kind of he was a shorter center, really, like I said, a great playmaker, did everything on the ice. I could bury, you know, some of the garbage, could also shoot the puck okay. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, so they don't want me as a goal scorer. I can get behind that. But it's like now I'll play defense. And, like, the next year I'm playing defense. And, like, I thought playing pretty well on defense. Like, maybe someone would be like, hey, this, again, even a flyer in, like, the 12th round. Okay, so we have this thing on our pod called Puffy's Hypotheticals where yes. our boy Puffy asks a question. You're going to give up your Super Bowl ring. You're going to give up everything you got me in the NFL. And I'm going to tell you that you do get drafted in the NHL and you play, you have a seven-year career, no Stanley Cup, make decent money, but are a plugger. Will you take that right now? No. No, I loved my time in the Win NFL. Win a Stanley Cup now. I would still take the NFL yeah. route. But now I will say, if you would have asked me that at the time, I would have went NHL, but I have come out of the NFL after eight years very very healthy yeah so it's easy for me like if i were sitting here with struggling to walk with a knee or whatever i've got a bit of a banged up shoulder but the i think the head's still screwed on straight the knees and the lower body's good so knowing what i know now definitely not but it's still like i would like i'm sure you could help me out i would love to know what the what the truth was i'll tell you we're doing a i'm doing a full doc (laughs) doing a full doc on it was i actually trash at hockey again well, I'm not a first-rounder, Duthie. I can, I can be okay. I'm not there. But the idea that I wouldn't have been at least scooped up in the 10th round was a very tough pill to swallow. And you and I talked about there's the odd idiot who may, doesn't like your hair, like on Twitter. You didn't have the hair back then, so it couldn't have been like old-school yeah. hockey guys not liking your hair, right? I had the traditional hockey hair. Just doesn't a make little, any sense. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. I'll, I'll finish with this one. Was uh, I, I remember, like, again thinking to myself like as you're watching and I had a couple teammates get drafted and guys in my league and just thinking like have I just been lying to myself for my entire life (laughs) like what has occurred where no one on planet earth would think like hey this kid is probably gonna play in the OHL it's crazy that somebody wouldn't take a flyer like just uh, it was weird weird but hey Football's yeah. game, Seahawks game, now TSN's game, and uh, uh, we greatly appreciate you coming on. We didn't even talk about Super Bowl stories. We'll have you on again sometime. All right? It sounds like a plan. Thanks, buddy. Wow! What a what an interview! I didn't think they'd say that. I, wow! Yeah, I, I did am not see him saying that. <laughs> blown away! Blown away! I cut out most of Jimmy's uh, controversial takes. But yeah, wow. I have to leave some of them. <laughs> I love that guy, Luke Wilson. Uh, I, I've Phenomenal. really come to enjoy him as an yeah. analyst. He's he's done a great job. Yeah. He very, really he, has. He seems very. He's gotten more comfortable. He goes on. I, I I particularly love him with Jay. Yeah, they're very good together. <laughs> great with Jay. Great with Overdrive. Great in general. Yeah. Uh, and we're hoping for a great game this weekend. Jimmy's going to be there if he doesn't skip out for the golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm hoping he brings me back some more confetti like he did last time. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, I'm sure he's a thoughtful guy that way. Maybe yeah. one of those security vests he stole last time. Yeah. I brought uh, you a shirt too. That's I? Probably, yes, you did. Yes. Very nice. All proudly displayed in my office. So. Are you going to take that shirt off between now and the. Well, for for the for folks listening, off office dressed in his Eagles uh, jersey. We got a couple of days to go here, so I will shower at some yeah. point. Well, okay. I guarantee yeah. you that. Um, but other than that, not not for much. No, yeah. this is fair enough. What's, this is why so, you get the jersey. What's you your 
Super Bowl plan with your team in it? Like, are you watching it on your own? I'm watching it at home. In general, I watch the Super Bowl at home. I don't like Super Bowl parties. Yeah. Uh, I'm into the game, so yeah. I don't really care for yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even more so with my own team. Yeah. There's no uh, way I yeah, want yeah. anyone yapping in my ear. Yeah, I, I watched the C- the Seahawks won the first one. I think I did go to a bar. Now, that's the but first one they won, or was the that first the one they where won. they got screwed, basically? The, one that the, the second one, Tanya was at. She was at the game. And that was the Steelers, uh, right? No, the first one they 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 killed. Uh, who the, I can't even remember now. Broncos smoked the Broncos, and no, then no, the, I'm talking about the one, oh, the one they lost. Steelers, yeah, that one. Decade before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that one, yeah, that one. Uh, I watched it at a bar for sure. So, so, but I always to, have a rule, like I'm like I'm watching the game, so like yeah. don't bother me. But just to take it back to that one, because I think there's a bit of correlation with Cincinnati Bengals fans. Like, how did you feel as a Seahawks fan after that game? I was pissed off, yeah, because but I did felt, you think it was fixed? Not fixed. I just felt there was bad officiating. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't think that. I didn't think that there was some kind of like because that was the one Jerome Bettis and it was in Detroit. Yeah, and, and it was every, like the whole, they were called the Bettis Town, I believe, yeah. or something like that. I didn't. No, I, I, I've never bought into this mm-hmm. fixed. But um, yeah, I th- definitely there was blown hold calls, and it was that, that happens every every game. I definitely else, do know? think the NFL is fixed to a certain degree. We do, eh? to yeah, a degree, as in like just, making it. Because I, I think I still think that stay quiet. No, like somebody would I leak think it. Sports is fixed in this way: the way in the NBA, uh, they'll call certain things and won't, and in the NFL, how it's much more favored towards offensive players. Yeah, but in terms of like wanting outcomes and getting those outcomes, I don't know about that. I just think like to Puffy's point. It's so hard to keep a secret. Yeah. Someone would squ- uh, squeal yeah. and it would just be all out in the open. And once it's in the open, it'd be You're so done. damaging. You're for done. The if somebody says to a punt, punter, we'll give you $100 million or a field goal kicker, $100 million to, to miss. miss. Yeah. That stuff is different, though. I'm think talking more about a league. Yes. No, no, I don't a think I never fight. thought. So you're league. saying yeah. like, um, I'm like talking organized book crime, or organized whatever. crime. Okay, yeah. I could. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking organized. But even crime. at this level, it's a lot harder because this harder. is something that's more. You you can see it in soccer where the lower leagues have a huge problem with it. Yeah. And the higher up you go, but there is still stuff like you know, well, guys corner can't. corner kicks. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, a defenseman will just kick it behind the net rather than. Well, like, I I heard a story. Uh, a guy played for Arsenal, and um, he was saying that like they made a bet the first first. Uh, play of the game would be a throw-in, like, and and they had the, the ball to start it. So basically, passed it. His buddy, it was him and his buddy were in on it. So he passed it back to him, and then he just gonna kick it out of bounds, like trying to do a long pass. Yeah, make it look well, like he, it's a long. He went short, <laughs> and it stayed in. And he said, "I f-ing ran. <laughs> I ran my ass off to get that f-ing ball back." Wow. <laughs> he was like freaking out because there was big money on it. But that and those were guys playing at the top level yeah. and making big money at the time. But that's where the, the fixing, the max match fixing about um, wins and losses is gone. Guys won't do that. Mm-hmm. But what they will do is the the, little, the stuff that profits. doesn't really yeah. the yeah, prop that stuff. Puffs, yeah. You interesting. know, interesting. Okay, yeah, still still pretty unfortunate. Yes, with it that, is. But yeah. yeah, it is. What can you do? Great episode, voice. Great episode. Oh, yeah. And now we wait to crown the Eagles the champions. Oh, oh my And God. we will be back here next week. Well, next week we're doing one? I, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a break. So it's a weekly thing now? Uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, no bump since he turned us down. Yeah, bump's out. He's out. But I believe Jimmy will be back. So uh, get it going and uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk some White Lotus. <laughs> going to have to watch that. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See ya.
Yeah. Hey. How are ya? I got a question that I really wanna ask ya. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me. Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dark tank at the fair? This is the part they call the bridge. A bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? And a bear Seriously, are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up, please. Somebody? Hey? Hey? Anyone? <laughs>